Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text us on 81215. Follow us on Twitter at Frank on Absolute. <laughs> Good talking to you. <laughs> so, let's got that out of the way. Mm. That's mm. like my morning exercises, I feel. Oh, is it? Yeah, get the, get the moths out. You know the moths? Mm-hmm. You know those ones that live in your, the joints between your... Uh, they're not moths, are they? <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Except they're corpuscles. Oh, yeah. I always get those mixed up. Which are the ones that eat clothes? Moths. Ah. <laughs> OK. <laughs> they're banned in my house. Can I say, talking of clothes, you look pretty awesome today. Thanks very very dapper. Very dapper. Am I dressed proper dapper from my napper to my feet? I would say so, yeah. What, dressed in style all the while with my father's <laughs> old grey tie on? That's what I'd say. <laughs> But I wouldn't give you tops for my old watch chain. Old iron. Old iron. Oh, I see where you're going Everybody. with this. <laughs> there are cockneys now listening to this whose knees are... They, they won't be able to keep them still. <laughs> hey, that'll wake them moths up under the kneecaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um, I tell you what I did this week. Very, I did a fashionable thing, and I'm not just talking about oh. my outfit. I did, like, uh, what, what the current um, craze. Oh, yeah? Yo, yo. Um, no, tam- no, Tamagotchi. Scooter. One no, of those the, little scooters. No, these are two um, East End brothers who uh, <laughs> are terrorising the area. <laughs> They're the modern craze. I always saw myself oh, as a I bit see. of a vi-cray. I think I would have been good in that role. Yeah, I, I, think you could, I think you could easily be a gangster's mole. It's always been one of my ambitions. Yeah, a gangster's mole. I'd probably be one of those slightly geeky, like, low-down-the-wrong henchmen that got killed after about three <laughs> scenes for having made a mistake. I think I wouldn't get to scene four. I dead. think you might yeah. squeal like a pig. You might rat I'd on people. I'd definitely be a squealer, yeah. Yeah, I think I'd be set fire to my waist ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but get away and run off and, and, and set, the, uh, set the whole woods on fire. Uh-huh. Are you witness uh, protection programme or do you uh, get killed, Frank? Not only would I die, but I'd take half a dozen holiday <laughs> homes with me. <laughs> when uh, when people ask me if we plan this show... Like, <laughs> do they ask I, you that? I often think, well, you really think we rehearse our uh, our deaths in craze films? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You know, very well we've got this, this list here on, mic- on yeah, microfiche yeah. <laughs> of deaths in craze films. What else we got here? <laughs> oh, I can't read. It's too small. As is Sue Klein. Anyway. So what I did is I, I judged a bake-off. But I thought you said judge ye not. Well, oh, yeah, I know yeah. that. I went against okay. uh, the advice of the New Testament. A bake-off? Yeah, because bake-offs are the big thing, though. Everybody's baking. Because the yeah, Great British Bake-Off is a about. hot... It's a hot show. Oh. Mm. Not for me, it's A lot not. of baking happening. Yeah, uh, it is a hot show with all them ovens on. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you with me? Mm. Um, so I used hot in both in its form of meaning popular and also like a temperature reference. Yeah. So I yeah I I was at this uh, it was a charity bake off and I had to uh, I had to judge the best cake. We don't mind me saying you're a curious choice of judge. Really? Mm. Mm. I just wouldn't associate you with cakes necessarily. No, well, but I've got I've got quite a delicate palate. Mm-hmm. Uh, not many people know that, but um, oh, yeah, you must have got that from those years growing up in. I didn't have Birmingham. a palette at all for years. You must have, you must have seen. Did you see that sign? On, it used to be on my house. Palettes wanted. Uh. No, but I did. I've got quite deli. Anyway, I had to. I had to eat. You have to. Eat, you don't have to eat a lot, but you have to eat a, enough to get a proper taste. So, you think, well, I'll just have a little slice. But when there's like twenty cakes, mm. more than that, it's mm. a lot. A yeah. little slice. Especially when you imagine that cake all together, it's basically a cake, like a big... I just basically yeah. ate a big cake, but in, in, in variety. Yeah. Um, and also, when you think of it in the abstract, you're thinking of your experience of cake, which is um, cake available in the commercial sector, mm. which is... As opposed to what? Well, because that cake is, is in the main, quite nice. Uh-oh. Oh, I see where we're going with this. What you're doing is you're also eating quite a lot of nasty cake. <laughs> <laughs> and that ups the ante somewhat. You're not just eating a lot of cake, but some of it is... There was really? one that tastes... Honestly, it was... Um, 
It's not a charred egg. It's I had, can't bear a charred egg. It's had fruit on top, but it tasted very much of rubber, as if <laughs> as if something might have fallen in. <laughs> and of course, you have to you have to eat it with marigold cake. Oh, you have to eat it with due gusto. <laughs> so it's. I also, never like that icing. It's and also the gusto jus. <laughs> <laughs> and also the um, the, the sugar content of eating that much cake in a go mm. is, you know... I bet you were off the scale. Oh, oh yeah. well, It's like the first 12 tastes like cake. The, the second ones just taste of like spinal fluid. <laughs> <laughs> as your entire system just breaks down under the onslaught. Yeah. But um, And then there was a bit of... Well, I'll, I'll tell you in a minute, but we had a... Was there I an incident? Oh, God, there was an incident. <laughs> oh, God. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. So, first of all, mm. I, I, there was, I had a fellow judge and uh, who I didn't know because there was so much cake that one person couldn't. Who couldn't was try it? it all. Don't know. Cheryl Baker. No, I do know. Oh, very good. Cheryl I Baker would have been good. That would have been Baker, good, yeah. yeah. Or a better still, um, Cheryl Baker is nearly Cherry Bakewell, isn't it? Mm. Joan Bakewell. Joan Bakewell. Joan Bakewell. Friend of the family. Been, I could have got her on board for you. Yeah. Mm. That would have been um, good. Imogen Thomas. Rudyard Kipling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> he was there, actually. <laughs> I heard he was. Yeah. But, Go on. Um, so, over at the cake stand... He was complaining about um, some upside-down cake, about the... the uh, the juicy bit and the sponge, something about near the twain shall meet, oh, he yeah. said. Yeah. So, uh, first of all, there was one that was a beautiful, it was in the shape of a rabbit. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, the, my fellow judge just started by cutting the head straight off it. Oh, I was going to say, did you do that? That sounds fun. No, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. <laughs> what do you do to a jelly baby, though? You take the head right off, don't No, you? but I'm... Um, I don't, I take it, I can't bite into a jelly baby, I take it like a lozenge. <laughs> mm. I can't, there's something, I've always thought anyone who could, um, <laughs> I might have said this before, but I stand by it, anyone who can knock a nail into a teddy bear's face could do it to a human being. <laughs> <laughs> there's something, you know, it's our kindness to um, humanoids. To mm. inanimate humanoids, I think reflects how we, how we treat people. He's gone a bit Doctor Who again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got a Doctor Who thing. I'll tell oh, you okay. after. But no, I, I was um, I was shocked by. It. I, this is absolutely true. I've still got the uh, a teddy bear from my childhood, little Ted. Mm -hmm. um, I'll be in a right state now. <laughs> yeah, he's he's balding. Well, it belonged to our Nora originally. Uh, so you know, he's getting on anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually, he's on my bookcase in the living room. Oh. And I actually, he's on, he's, he was on the third shelf up. And I moved him recently to the fifth shelf because I thought, well, he's not going to see much from there. Oh, fine. And I still think, I know, yeah. I know that if I opened him up, there'd be sawdust. But I can't, anyone who also, can... Also, you want to keep him on side. He's seen some sights with our keys. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, so... Yeah, I, I didn't like... I wasn't happy with no. the, the decapitation of the rabbit. But then um, we had um, what I can only call a Terry Wogan moment, <gasps> which is um, basically when the winner was announced, uh, they said um, Cindy instead of Scooch, if you know what I'm saying. Oh. Do you remember when he... The Euro, song for yes, Eurovision, and yes. he said it was Cindy that had won, and in fact it was Scooch. Yeah, I do. Oh, I totally remember that. And Cindy was absolutely, you know punching the air with delight and then he said oh no sorry it isn't you it's scoot well that's what happened at the oh. end of the, of the bake-off mm. that it was given to the apple pie turned out to be the cookies oh frank well there was tears before bedtime that's all i'm saying it's not no fault of mine no no but it was uh well that'll awful. serve them right for dealing with carbs that's what will happen <laughs> i'm afraid yeah and i am um, i uh I once baked... I've only ever baked once in my life. I made lemon meringue pie. Mm -hmm. I made oh. lemon meringue pie and two loaves of bread the same afternoon, all three items, utterly perfect. I mean, brilliant. Wow. I used wholemeal pastry for the lemon meringue pie. Still brilliant. And and I've never baked since. Because, you know, when you do it and it's right, you think, don't do it again, you'll spoil it. Really? Yeah. 
If only Mike Myers <laughs> <laughs> Listen to that advice. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Hi, we were talking about baking. Specifically, we your judging experience. It's not email corner. No. But it just, I just it needed a bit of sitar. No. When you need a bit of sitar, you've got to improvise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Carry on. Okay, so we've had a text in. Uh, this is from 540. Mm-hmm. Rebaking. Do you remember take and bake? Baking your You've own bread. You've got to take and bake. you got to take and bake. No. <laughs> put it on the floor and... <laughs> yeah, it's, I do. It, it was, was like white, your own bread. white. It says, well, you basically just warmed up already baked bread. It, was it does terrible, sound though. quite 70s, though, doesn't it? There was a lot of products that had and in there. Take and bake, shake and vac, salt and shake. Mm-hmm. Wasn't yeah. there? You're right, salt and vinegar. So <laughs> cheese and onions. We could yeah. do this for a while, couldn't yeah. we? <laughs> Smoky and bacon. Smoky and the bandit. Yeah. Cannon, and, and, cannon the and ball. Yeah. yeah. Um, Marks and uh, Engels. <laughs> Marks and Engels. So, yeah, it was very white. Taken, uh, taken bake. It's like a horrible white, clammy, doughy, half-cooked piece of ghost bread. When, oh. it, when, when you add it, so it oh, looked. I love it. I love it. You loved it. Yeah. You know, when, the, you know when the Pillsbury Doughboy um, emerges in Ghostbusters towards the end. Yes. Yeah. What clammy looks clammy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, oh, I remember you know, it well, Frank. Pillsbury Doughboy and Pete Doherty got that same sort of white <laughs> uh-huh. clammy, and it's, it looked like that. And you put it in, and it turned into a beautiful, fresh, warm loaf. Put the butter on it, melt into it. Mm. Sounds Much- good. Much better than that terrible home baked stuff. Yeah, like you know, you know a lot about bread. Well, I I obviously love baking. Yes. No, I don't. I'd rather drink cyanide. <laughs> I do no baking I whatsoever. Say cider then. I'd yeah. rather drink cider. There was a period I'd rather drink cider. <laughs> <laughs> it's a we bit... used to have a saying: "It's only gluttons that eat and drink." <laughs> so we just drink. I should say eating's cheating. Um, I tell you another thing I don't like about cakes. I mean, I do love cakes. But <laughs> Eating's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> what I would say is I find that I I'm, I don't like the fact that they need to be disguised with icing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That's something inherently wrong with that food mm. that you can't eat it on its own. Yeah. Why are you hiding behind the icing? <laughs> You're obviously not that nice. Takes me onto the subject of. Cosmetics. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the same principle. You have strong feelings about that, and yet you'll eat a cake. Um, well, can I say I'll never eat another cake? <laughs> <laughs> Once you've done a bake-off, Sue Perkins told me that she had to allow, because she does the Great British Bake Off. She does. She has to allow that she'll gain between a stone and a stone and a half in the course of a series, and then oh, she has to work God. it off after. Wow. That's, that's, I mean, that's a, that's a big price to pay. Yeah. Yeah. That's tricky. That's, 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 I mean, actually, Emily's fainted. Can someone, uh-huh. <laughs> someone get a medic? medic? I didn't know Lady Gaga had been presenting that. Um, <laughs> Frank, I'd like... I, I like her better a bit. Uh, she looks I a do. Bit, she looks a bit... She um, looks great. Her bomb now looks a bit like a take-and-bake loaf when it first oh. comes out. Is this Gaga? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, OK. But I like, I like a bit of extra. Yeah. Carry on. Um... <laughs> I'd like to talk about something else now. Okay. I'd like to take. We don't us want to talk about baking all day. No, it's it's and roll the best. I'd like to take us out of the We've kitchen. We've already lost four listeners. And <laughs> into the political arena. Okay, oh. if you can't stand the heat. Oh. Hey, hey. I hope you said that a bit on don't. the baking day. I didn't. Oh. Oh. Okay. I didn't. Um, Is that why Bucks Fizz had that song? Because they had Cheryl Baker. I mainly, oh, I mainly said. So, um, well, I'll tell you what, let, let, should we come back and do it? And then, because okay. I'm, I'm, I want to talk about David Cameron. Okay, I'm with you. Mm. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Now then, David Cameron, you say? He's done a bit of a bad murder. <laughs> He's what? Well, he, he disgraced if anyone's him. That would be a story. <laughs> That would be a big story, wouldn't, wouldn't it? it? Yeah. <laughs> Depends, I suppose, who he'd murdered. He could, he could probably cover up a lot of people, Peter. Yeah. 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 I, I'm sure someone high-profile could never do that. He's he's <laughs> disgraced himself, Frank. 
He's gone and disgraced himself a little bit. Is this about the cuts? No, he was on Letterman. <laughs> yes, I saw that on Letterman. Did you thing. see it? Mm-hmm. He looked a bit orcs when he came on. Because <laughs> I always think Orcs-y-ry. a politician <laughs> out of context, it's a bit coral out of the sea, isn't it? it yeah, mm. he, did, he did have a tie on, which is a blessing. I thought this he, is true. I thought he might go casual. I hate it when he does that. Oh, I don't like that either. What, Bermuda short and a trainer? That would have been awful. Tell you what, there's a lot of pictures of him running and cycling, Cameron. He does a lot of running, he it does. would appear. But he, um... He always looks like he's just shaved as well. I mean, that minute. <laughs> you know, that sort of pink, slightly swollen. Whereas, uh, he looks... If you take him and... Um, what is a, a prune? Did it used to be a, a, a plum? I think a prune was a plum, wasn't mm. it? Yeah. Everyone's it, making eye contact with a sort of... Oh, God, nobody's yeah, sure enough on this, are they? <laughs> Someone will tell us. No but, one's certain. Oh, they will. It, they really him, will. Him and Letterman look like the before and after in the, in the, in the plum prune process. <laughs> Because David is very shiny and swollen and big-faced, whereas uh-huh. uh, David Letterman is... Um, yeah, time is uh, telling, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Karma face. I love his fabulous grumpiness. I went to see it recorded live once, the David oh. Letterman show, and it was uh, it was when the clocks go back or forward, mm. or back, go forward an hour. And he said, uh, you know, I'll be honest, we've got a lousy bill. Tonight, this is before the show started. <laughs> oh, you weren't on, were you? He said, "No." Oh, okay. He said, um, he, "He said I still couldn't get on." Um, <laughs> oh, right. I think um, Johnny Depp had pulled out or something, and because he, oh. he was nervous, and he said he was nervous, he shouldn't be in this kind of work. He said, but anyway, he said, "Do you remember?" He said, "Do you remember that hour you lost at the weekend? You're about to lose another one." <laughs> <laughs> it was fabulous. So anyway, so so anyway, I think DC got he got a little stitched up by Letterman though. Did you see this? Because he started grilling him yeah, he did a on British history. So firstly, he asked him a few sort of questions, and he asked him about the Magna Carta. He said, "When was it signed?" Mm-hmm. And he got the date twelve fifteen, which obviously we're all very familiar with here. Yeah, Absolute Radio. That's why, isn't it? That's, That's why, why it's named after. Yeah. 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 Oh, I didn't know that. It was originally yes. going to be absolute Magna Carta radio, <laughs> and then they, they thought it's a bit clunky for the business cards. And well, the, I, I, the eight comes from the, the amount of letters in King John, uh-huh. and then 12, <laughs> Yeah, the whole, the whole thing is ce- to celebrate a mix, the, the beginnings, the seeds of, uh, of democracy in this country. Do you not know that? <laughs> there will be people nodding at their radio. I love now. the idea that that's, <laughs> that's going to go on Wikipedia now. <laughs> Hence the double arrowhead. Um, oh, no, oh, no, okay. oh good. what does Wait. that mean? What, you can scroll through the Magna Carta quickly? Well, it was suggesting... Fast <laughs> forward. It suggests that the two, the, 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 the lower orders and the upper orders, <laughs> rather than being opposed, are now going in the same direction. <laughs> Did you not know this? <laughs> no, I didn't, because it's you not to, true. You need, you need to check the website. <laughs> so he didn't, though, so then Letterman... I was he, impressed that he got the date right, though. And he got yeah. Ronnie Mead right, he, he, he where did. it was... I'd like, have known Ronnie Mead. I wouldn't have known the date, I'll be honest with you. Even oh, I would have known the I day. Work here. Would you? Yeah. And I wouldn't... I, that and the Peasants Revolt. <laughs> even though you work here. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Magna Carta was Latin for Choc Ice Wagon. Uh-huh. <laughs> he could have worked it Hold out, Hold on, though. can we just have a moment where okay. people work that out at home? Mag- no, I mag- get that, Frank. Magnum. Mm. Carter, mag. Magnum. Magnum. They've got it. OK, OK. <laughs> I, think um, got it. I think you could have worked it out anyway, even if you didn't have a, a basic grasp of Latin. Yeah, you know, What's but r- it's like the gold run, isn't it? It's all right watching sitting <laughs> at home doing yeah. it, but when you're up there, um, it's quite... Um, anxiety making. I would imagine so. And obviously, he's in the wings, thinking, "I've got to go on here." He wasn't in wings, was he? No, I mean, in the wings, you know, the, you know, <laughs> was he, was, he was waiting to go on. And Cameron's thing is not thinking, "I need to have mugged up on my British history here." What mm. he's thinking is, "I need to go in this on this show and seem human and normal." So he's sort of got to get it into his head that this is me going. I've got to be kind of chatty and avuncular and normal. And then suddenly, mm. it's like. Oh, no, I, I need to be the real me. I'm sure he knows Magna Carta. No, I think you'll find what he was doing in the wings was not going to the toilet. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what he does to help himself focus. He, that's right. Oh, he he's filthy creep. Likes a full bladder. <laughs> oh, a full he waits bladder. till he's absolutely bursting before he does anything. I mean, really, like mm. it, you know, like it's hurting. Yeah. He does that, apparently. Oh. Come back to this. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I'm going to have to go to the toilet. <laughs> is 
Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Frank, we were talking about uh, DC on DL. Yes. Mm. I am. Um, if only David Cameron had had some questions about American history, he could have fired back. <gasps> Frank, that's exactly what he should have done. But then oh, I suppose yeah. Letterman would have pointed out that he's just a chat show host, whereas Cameron is a prime minister, so he doesn't. Yeah, but he could have said what well, he could have said similar things, couldn't he? Who wrote the Star Spangled Banner? Bet he wouldn't know that answer. Yeah, because mm-hmm. um, Letterman would have gone postal. <laughs> you get me? Yeah. See Letterman. Oh, yeah. oh, I yeah. love it. Thanks. I'll write that down. It m- might work in my tour. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to add the Magnum Wagon thing to that as well? No, I'm, yeah, I'm doing a tour okay. called The Worst Jokes I've Ever Heard. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a lot of people done that too, but they haven't called it that. No. <laughs> Oh, what not... he should have done, what he forgot. There's a bit, you know, when he started, he did like quite a serious bit about, he talked about Syria and all mm-hmm. that. And yeah. it, it was quite heavy for a chat show. Can't it? it was. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what he should have done, what he should have done in order to win him over easy that he's a laugh, laugh a minute guy. That, you know, the, Benny Hill is still massive in America. Mm. They love Benny Hill. And when he mentioned uh, President Assad, instead of just getting all serious and that, he should have called him a, a Syria Iriot. <laughs> right? I, don't, I don't know what that is, but it sounds like it's a bit racist. Remember, he, bit remember racist. he used to say Syria Iriot? <laughs> <laughs> so then he could say it's Syria Iriot. <laughs> I think that would have brought the house down, it would have been the headline, and then, then that would have stopped with, with President Assad, that nickname. It probably brought oh, down yeah. his regime. And it would have been a, yeah, yeah. A, a, a Benny Hill fueled Arab Spring. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the moment's gone now, so you know. He should have done more jokes, Frank. Definitely. Should have. And less knowledge. And he told some lies as well, which is. What well, lies did he tell? Well, he says that, you know, he was in America and someone called out, Oh, Prime Minister's Questions, we love your show. He tried to do an American accent and but, it wasn't. But whenever good. a celebrity tells a story of something someone's calling out, it's usually <laughs> a lie. <laughs> you think? They've thought it'd be good. It'd make me look good, wouldn't it, if somebody called this out? So I'll just say somebody called this out. That's that's what they do. I, I like that of all the things David Cameron might have lied about, that's the one that wipes you up. That's definitely. What they would have said is, where's Clegg? Because that's what people always do when they shout <laughs> at a celebrity. They always want to know where another celebrity is. Oh, you're right, Frank. I still get, where's Dave? Do you? Yeah. Oh. Um, but everyone I've spoken to, they always get asked about another celebrity they've worked with at some time. It's like people are putting together a paper chain of celebrity <laughs> whereabouts. <laughs> Yeah, you say. What do they shout at you, Al? Me? No, they don't. Don't they? <laughs> Usually, uh, who are you? What, what are you doing in this train carriage? That sort of thing, you know. Nobody really. I, I haven't worked I get... with anybody high profile that they would join me with. I get, no. where's the, where's the no. Premier League player? It happens, you know. Oh. Where's the Premier League player? <laughs> it's good that they don't name one. They just It's like a sort of <laughs> filling on the dotted line. <laughs> Absolute. 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 Radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Hold, hold, before we go any further. Sorry, is this going to be about an email? No, I was going to say, I was wondering if you'd like to hit your email corner button. I know you love it. it, I'm doing it. Email corner. See, I sang along there, so what we had was a bit of uh, Kylie Minogue style double tracking. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Very impressive. I might go "Ah, ah, 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 at some point. I might not. So here's the email. Dearest Frank... Well, here's one of the emails. Uh, the many that we get in... Uh, okay, okay, absolute, don't build us up. Absolute um, <laughs> Magna Carta. Mm. Dearest Frank, Emily, Allen, <laughs> your recent reference to Ian Lavender made me remember how, as a boy, I used to think that the end credits of Dad's Army, brackets you have been watching, dot, 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 <laughs> was in fact a fun mini-quiz, i.e. <laughs> you have been watching... As the names of the cast <laughs> came up, I would call out yes if I'd seen them in the episodes. <laughs> As I recall, I used to do the same thing for Heidi High, never being corrected by my older siblings or parents. And now I like this as well. Cheers for that. Regards, 716. Oh, I love 716. Good but for they him. might not have known what he was doing. They might have thought it was just elation. <laughs> you know, yes! <laughs> John Limazurie, Yes! <laughs> Oh, Arnold Ridley's looking a bit bewildered. 
I like the idea of watching the uh, end credits of uh, Dad's Army with a checklist. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, IDI. Excellent. We used to have. A, we used to have a uh, IDI uh, joke. Oh, was. did you? Oh, yeah. yeah. How dare to, you? I'm, I'm, Sue Pollard was uh, married to my gay godfather's <laughs> boyfriend. Is that right? Well, I love that story. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, I've given the, the punchline away now, but it means you can still use it down okay. the pub, down the pub next. It's topical in the extreme. <laughs> if you want to, if anyone's doing some topical jokes, this is your chance to spin things around to the least topical joke. Actually, we have done the Magna Carta. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and it was, how does Idiar mean spell his first name? Heidi, hi! <laughs> I'm glad we got the first hour out of the way. It hasn't been one of my best. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Now. Do you think at the start of hours we ought to change it to um, this is uh, Absolute Magna Carta Radio? <laughs> well, I don't see. I, think, I, I don't know if I should have given away the now. code. Oh, OK. I think I might, I might have done like a wrong... Dan Brown or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it might be that the absolute radio itself is is in the, the power of the Barons. Yeah. Who knows? Not Dan Brown, just, Mick, Br- just Mick Brown. No, he was a great No, DJ. the Barons. Oh. Like, you know, King oh. John was forced <laughs> by the Barons to do that. They were a good band, but mm-hmm. pushy. Mm. So, what else in the news? Well, there's been another royal mishap this oh, week. Yeah, I didn't, can I say I read this? I didn't quite get it. OK, let me explain. So, Please do. essentially, so Kate Middleton and Wills, mm-hmm. they're on a royal... Let's use the informal titles. They're on a royal they tour. Like, they feel like friends. I think so. Mm. They're almost friends of the show. Um, they are on a royal tour. On the, a tour? Solomon Islands, I believe. <laughs> They're on tour. They're on tour. Tickets yeah. are available. They're not doing Hull tomorrow night, are they? <laughs> I could give them a lift back if they're heading to Manchester. Anyway. See it, my wife. Um, <laughs> she, now, Kate stepped out. Apparently, we should say at this point, their clothes had been left out for them. I Just like plant that. that little seed. They'd been head. laid out. Just been like, laid out. you know, my clothes man <laughs> on the bedroom chair. They yeah. were like that. Their clothes were laid out. Mm-hmm. Along with other gifts, including soap and chocolate. There you go. See, again, another mistake could have easily been made there. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they could have come out foaming at the mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, the, the mistake happened when Kate stepped out wearing what I would describe as a rather fetching fuchsia-tiered strapless maxi. That's exactly how I described it. <laughs> mm. Great mind. I saw is how I would have described it. Oh, I thought it was busy. No, it was busy, but it was busy. her face isn't, and that was the combo. It's not I saw, it's Esau, it's pronounced as well. <laughs> is it? I did a biblical joke. Right? No, oh, I just did a biblical wow, joke. Oh, that's excellent. Put that in the, can it in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, Absolute Bible, the new state. <laughs> Carry on. Absolute King John. Anyway, yeah. but it turned out. <laughs> Absolute King, King James Version. <laughs> it turned out that she was wearing clo- a print from the Cook Islands and they were in the Solomon Islands. Yes, Apparently I mean, this was a huge oh, faux pas. That's what I don't no. understand. I mean, I, I think we all know about that fierce rivalry between the Cook Islands <laughs> and the Solomon Islands. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a bit of a Celtic Rangers job. <laughs> Isn't it just, yeah. No, I, I mean, what, what's their problem with it? It was made, it was a, it was a dress. And, and William wore a shirt as well, didn't he? He should have worn a green shirt from the Solomon and Islands. And he wore blue. He wore blue, a green. blue from the Cook Islands. But yeah. What's the difference? Yeah. What, why is that a faux pas? Well I, di- well, I think politically, perhaps, she should have worn... Um, it's a bit like if you come to this country, the done thing is you wear a British designer, like McQueen or something is like that. Is that right? Mm. Even if you're not from here? I notice Michelle Obama doesn't do it. She sticks to the Americans. But, yeah, Kate always does it when she goes abroad. What I would say, Frank, I thought William's shirt was a bit... The hangover. It was a bit boys on stag night, that Hawaiian... Well, that's hangover. exactly it, surely. It doesn't matter if it's Solomon or Cook Islands. Everybody in the world that isn't from the Solomon or the Cook Islands is going, oh, he's got a Hawaiian shirt on. Exactly. So he may as well have worn a Hawaiian one. It's, it's their own fault. They need to get a bit of variety in their casual wear, the South Pacific Perhaps a badge. Island. Perhaps a, um, just, a country style badge. A, you know, it's always a pineapple or a palm tree, isn't it? <laughs> spread out. What about a nice vintage car? Oh, yeah, that'd right. be good. Yeah. But then mm. people would be thinking it was Cuba or something, you know. No, but it's just, they just, 
so they can say, look, we're not just about pina colada. You know, we've got we've got more depth than that. What about bringing back um, Fido Dido? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be happy. I, I used to have, oh, I had a pencil case. It was a work of art, in my opinion. Fido Dido. Do you remember Fido Dido? I know exactly who Fido Dido okay. was, yeah. yeah. I've got a look of him. You've got... I've got a look of Fido Dido. A look? Yeah, gangly... Sort of oh, you've got a. When you said you've got sketch. a look of him, I thought you mean you, man, you, you managed to capture some sort of abstract concept, <laughs> which you keep pressed between the pages of a large book. No, I've got a look of him. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Round your way with Brian Johnston. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Now, one of us has been um, travelling around. I mean, normally it's the M62 for me, isn't it? I'm yeah. usually doing, you know, Hull or wherever. But uh, I'm just back from Tokyo, guys. Yeah, just back from Tokyo. Just landed yesterday afternoon, got my head down and came in. Very um, good, sir. <laughs> it was good. It was good, though. Um, you got your head down and came in. What, did I had you, to sleep. Ro- you ran like a bullet <laughs> yeah, up the hard yeah, shoulder. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, it's weird, though. It was very different. And I, oh, it's one of those... Uh, <laughs> you know why, do you? <laughs> I like to go travelling. <laughs> it's and somewhere and else. <laughs> I really state the obvious way. <laughs> it's foreign. But actually, what I'm trying to say is that did quite a lot of travel now... Oh, I ate some of that, yeah. But what I, um, <laughs> what I find now is that the more places you go, the more often they're a bit similar to home and then you go to somewhere that's very different like Tokyo although it's a lot like Coventry isn't it a lot of concrete a lot of concrete yeah, they love I, a bit I, of concrete like in concrete Japan you know, you know Britain used to be like that. you'd go somewhere different and it was different yeah yeah mm. but it's, you know, increasing globalisation it's always Clinton cars. A lot of shops in Tokyo, aren't there? I thought it was a bit like a hot Brent Cross when I went. <laughs> oh. Buy lots of things. Hot Brent Cross is not what people <laughs> eat on Good Friday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, Very weird, though. Um, you know, they love gadgets. They love oh, gadgetry. They love gadgets. <laughs> Three words that um, are, are not meant to chill you, but I found them quite chilling. Mm. Heated toilet seats. Oh, I've... Uh, oh. Did I've, not uh, enjoy. Yeah, did I do not. my own. Yeah, <laughs> did not enjoy Oh, you mean that. when you sit on them? Yeah. Yes, I... Um, no, I tried that over there. And also, oh. did you use the jets? I never used the jets. Oh, I've learned know. my lesson in the past. I don't like the jets. No, I... Oh, me. I love a jet. It's yeah. not for me. I love use the jet. jets. I'll, uh, I'll get five on the spot. Mm. Oh, it's like a Jean-Michel Jarre when I get to the <laughs> toilet in Japan. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. And a very weird... Uh, we had a very weird taxi journey. Me and oh, the yeah. other comics, we were uh, we were out and about. We you, only really you were got out there one doing after. stand-up for yeah, the Japanese. Yeah. I met some fans of the show as well. Did I'll you? Uh, tell you about them in a moment. But before that, okay, me and the other comics, we were all... Where, where's my bookmark? We were all parents, <laughs> and yeah. we said, right, we've only got one afternoon in Tokyo, really. Let's go and get some gifts for the kids. And, you it's know, a day but, trip to Tokyo. No, it wasn't a day trip, but by the time we'd done the first gig, and the, basically we only had one free day, mm. and so we, we got ourselves da- down to the crossing. You know that crossing where oh. everything just shuts down and the yeah, people the big, take big over the streets? Crossing. Great. I, I love this. There's one of those. You know there's one of those on uh, Oxford Street? I've seen Oh, it. yeah. You yeah. don't have to go to India to eat good Indian food. <laughs> I know. You go to the Bengal Tiger, only 30 yards from the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we jumped in a taxi to try and buy our uh, family's gifts, and we said to the taxi driver, we want to go to Kiddyland, and he started saying, Kiddyland, Kiddyland. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Whoa. Where's the absolute <laughs> manual? <laughs> we thought he was a big fan of KD Lang for about ten minutes. Oh, OK. And then, the weird board, it moment. Says, it says here, borderline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that song. Yeah. Weird moment. He, uh, Justin gave him his phone to show him the, the, the shop. Justin on, Bieber, one he was also comics, One of the other comics. One of the comics, held, Justin? Held out his... Um, Surely he had other business this week. <laughs> Held out. What do you want to find? No, carry on. Held out his uh, map for where the shop was. Yeah. And this fella, the taxi driver, who's in charge of I'm a tense. vehicle. I'm tense now, the voice is um. coming up again. Gets out a giant <laughs> magnifying glass to oh. look at the map because his eyesight's so bad he can't see something that's in his own hand. Well, he might be he's long sighted though, you'll be alright. And then he was looking at the meter. Through a huge magnifying glass and then driving a car. Is that, That's worrying. Is that meant to give you confidence in the man's ability? Did he have a prescription windscreen? <laughs> he didn't, no. <laughs> and we didn't know the Japanese for are you long-sighted or short-sighted. We were having enough trouble with English. 
Yes. But yeah, scary moment. Turned out it was all right. There was a there was an ant on the meter, and he was just burning it using the sun. Oh, he was doing that. No problem. <laughs> no problem there. there Panic are. averted. Oh, blind me. Is that what he did? He burnt an ant. No. no. <laughs> did you right. say that? Yeah. I thought, God, it's ten k all over again. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So, uh, after the gigs that I was saying I'd done in Tokyo, uh, chatting to the audience, and a surprising number of them said, oh, we listen to you on the Frank Skinner show on Absolute uh, Magna Carta. Mm. They knew the full name, even mm-hmm. then. Um, <laughs> and uh, big fans of the show. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. What, in Tokyo? In Tokyo, honestly. Uh, when we... I'll okay. retract my earlier comments about the country. When we, when we pull our finger out and do a global tour, it's going to be massive, <laughs> I'm telling you. Vancouver, Tokyo, Australia, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, I'm not going. <laughs> I can't cope with that tropical shirt angst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that oh, was a problem. Brilliant. I went down in a dressing gown. That's um, lovely that we have... Uh, yeah. Well, I met, I met... Can I just sing the 1964 um, Japan Olympics uh, theme tune, just for them? Mm. Good morning, Tokyo. <laughs> nice to be seeing you. There you go. <laughs> that was lovely. That was it. It was oh, like a choral enough. female. I think of it as female singers. Mm. Lots so of I, uh, I was standing at the bar having a chat after the first gig. Met a chap who was saying how much he loved the show. Mm. I tell you, are we allowed? I'm a bit uneasy about it. How much everyone loves the show. Honestly, News. but. He uh, oh. he then handed me his business card and oh. said, they um, love "A business card, don't yeah." They? He's the managing director of some executive company in really Tokyo. Out. Yeah, and he said, uh, "If Emily's ever in Tokyo, well, because oh, he gave me his card on a person-to-person night's move. Fabulous! That's the first person-to-person." And then had. he added, "Although I am happily married with two children, so they it all could are. ruin everything." Filthy yeah, yeah. Creep. In keeping with the other night's moves we've had, he's they got a lot are. to lose. Well, look, don't shoot Melinda Messenger. <laughs> As they used to say, that's my message to the listeners. No, that's that's what the probably a few has been thinking about it. But don't do it. Somebody might have done actually. Where is the message? Yeah. Gone. That's what picture desks actually say on newspapers now. What? Don't shoot me. me, me. (laughs) Gone, gone, and never called me mother. Well, I I was going to say hand me those details, but I will have no part of them, Frank. I don't want to break up on happy marriage. No, no, down to that. I do, but not that one. I, uh... (laughs) That's another story. When I went to uh, Japan, I had that... I was in this hotel and they said the great advertising thing about this hotel was view of Mount Fuji. Oh, really? So I was very yeah. excited about that. So I went there and uh, he wasn't there. No. Oh. You couldn't see it from my window. Oh. So I said to the, uh, the the man on the desk, I said, I thought I'd got a Mount Fuji facing window. He said, they, they all they all do. They all face it here. I said, uh, no, mine doesn't. He said, yeah, it does. Mm. So an extraordinary argument. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, so I, I went back up, no sign of Mount Fuji. It was, it, apparently it was shrouded in mist. Oh, yeah. yeah. And oh. It, the mist is so thick, there's not even a vague outline. It was like yeah. a David Copperfield. Like a Joan Collins photograph. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, and and do you, would you believe it? Exactly the same thing happened to me with the shard the other day, because I can see the shard from my window. Got up the other morning, gone. Wow. Mm. Completely gone. Apparently, Peter Crouch has the same thing with his feet. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Mm. Frank, I've been ticked off for overusing your name, apparently. I don't know what I'm meant to call you. F, the big F. Mm. Oh, overusing F my dog. Apologies for that. Okay. Yeah, done. Someone's asked me if I get a quid for each time she says the word Frank. Obviously, hasn't met my agent. <laughs> <laughs> Stakes are a bit higher than that. Round my way. <laughs> I uh, the business cards thing you oh, were yeah, about yeah, in they, Japan. I'm, I was handed, I think, seven in the time I was there. You see, I don't normally get business cards. I went to Japan. The other, <laughs> also, that the etiquette thing is that you have to really scrutinise them. Yeah. Oh, you can't just get it and put it in your and pocket. And Frank, you know about the holding it with both thumbs as well? Yeah. You, can't, you just can't hold it with one hand. That's and the height of rudeness. Yeah, you have to look at... That's Uh-oh. right. Over you have to really read everything on it. Like, like oh. it's the most interesting thing you've ever read. Well, some of this is in Japanese. I can't be doing that. Well, that's obviously that's tricky. That's why you need the magnifying glass. 
But if if Anthony is listening, I've got it in both hands. I've got it in both hands right now. You know the guy that did oh, the night nice movie. Arthritis announcement. <laughs> <laughs> no, I um, I I once went to a a, a restaurant with mm. a Japanese bloke in England. Mm. He spent two and a half hours at that goldfish bowl by the <laughs> till. You know where you put your uh, business card for <laughs> a bottle of wine. <laughs> oh, it was like putting them in the British Library. <laughs> He loved it. I haven't been abroad for ages. What do I, you know, I go on holiday now to the Cotswolds. Oh. We went to the staycation, though. Life's changed a bit, Frank. It has a bit. Leave the far-flung oh. travel to me. I'm not, But I'm not a big fan of Tokyo. I know, no? I know it's very fashionable to say, I love Japan, it's amazing, oh my God, I love it. Uh-huh. I don't, I hate it. <laughs> I absolutely hate it. You've got to forgive and forget, that's what it's all about. <laughs> I like the Japanese, don't like the country. It's too much consumerism, I find it really depressing. And it's just a, temp- a temple to... Con- no, on that scale, <laughs> I like right? a bit of light and shade. That's not all I'm about. I know that. But I might like surprised. a bit of fashion. I also might like to read a bit of Alan Bennett. You don't get that in Japan. Shop after shop, gadget after gadget. You can get Alan Bennett, oh. but in an anime cartoon <laughs> thing. It's much easier. Sorry, that's my rant, but I believe that, Frank. You can get an Aaron Bonnet. I bought one um, in Edinburgh this year. <laughs> oh, God. Aaron Bonnet? <laughs> he plays for Arsenal, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, oh, I... Uh, anyway. What were you going to say? You were about to say something and then you stopped and I'm, you thought better of it. I did, yes. I lo- I'm, can I say I love Japan? I, okay. But this was the most serious thing that's ever happened on this show, wasn't it? That that conversation about Japan. <laughs> I quite liked it. You not liking it. <laughs> I think it's a fabulous... Oh, it's like a labyrinth of discovery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> email corner. What have we got? Well, go corner. What yeah. do you want to go for? We've well, got. Just, you know, I'll so. give you the runners and riders. Well, firstly, I'll tell you what I like. I like from Marcus Borg. Mm. He says, Frank, I see that Spurs' new goalkeeper Hugo Loris has lost some weight. You could say that he is a slender Loris. <laughs> Take care, my good man. Oh, my good man. My yeah. good man. Now, He's I, gone a bit Jackson, your butler. I just wonder, it could be coincidence, but presumably this bloke is a Tottenham Hotspur fan, as he's done the... Uh, mm. the um, One would assume. What's he called? What's, what's Hugo Loris. Hugo, Hugo Loris. Uh, now, I remember Martin Yoll, when he was the manager oh, of yeah. Spurs, in an interview... Um, Saying to uh, calling the interviewer my man at one point. Yes, <laughs> yes my thank you, my man. And uh, I wonder if this is uh, wow. If if, if, be, if, if that is the joke he's offering, and you've got it, you've made his day there. But I like That's a pun, I like a pun challenge of any kind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Slender Loris is oh, going to be hard that. to find another one. Isn't well, it? I think if uh, if you go Loris gains weight now, he'll be a fiat fiat a fiat Hugo. Oh. Fiat Hugo. Fiat Hugo. <laughs> That's lovely. Yeah. I feel dirty. I don't know why. <laughs> Probably like I need to, to scrub myself down. <laughs> what else? Um, We're in the corner. Yeah, we are. I'm in, until I'm in the corner, I'm holding up both arms <laughs> like footballers did just before they take a corner. Excellent. Uh, Frank and the gang. The yep. gang. I'm not sure how we feel about oh, that. Oh, come anyway. on. I've been listening to some old podcasts and having lived away from Birmingham for more years than I'm prepared to mention, Mm. I really enjoy hearing a bit of Midland dialect. I wondered if Frank was the kind of brummy to say her in the place of she. I really enjoy Frank's impressions, so I was hoping you could give us a blast of the black country, her, especially if the impression comes out a bit shouty and unhinged. Steve, a Birmingham, as Emily might say. (laughs) Yeah, I always think me doing jokes that you only get if you live in a tiny area. It's, it's like sort of Brechtian alienation. <laughs> Just in case there's anyone left who's enjoying this show, I'll finish them off forever. But um, I, having said that, I, we, we did used to say her instead of she. Oh, did you? So you're saying... How does it work, then? Oh, her ain't coming round here, is her? That's what we really? say. Oh, really? She isn't coming round here, is she? That's peculiar. What the way he wants it. Oh, I ain't coming around here, is it? <laughs> yeah. If the Beatles had been from That's the black him. country, the, the song would have gone. Uh, loves. Loves you. Loves you. Ah, ah, I would have preferred that. Well, I don't think it would have been a hit. Here's one for you. Yeah. Doris Day. 
I never said she did. Eight people laughing in a distant part of the oh, country. Oh, I nearly get it. I nearly speak Birmingham, but I don't quite. <laughs> no, I'm not going to explain it. I'll work it out. I like the idea of a blast of the black country. That could be uh, your next book, Frank. That could be, because there was a local paper, it might still exist, called the Black Country Bugle, so that would be perfect for a blast oh. of the black country. Oh, lovely. How was about that, then? Oh! Actually, can't do that anymore, apparently. No, let's stay away from him. Mm. Um, have we got time for another email, Frank? Yeah! Okay. I don't think I can read it out because it's too self-referential. Okay, well, um, luckily we have another person with us. Okay. <laughs> Why do you think it's too self-referential? Oh, just oh, okay. well, don't, they don't want to hear the admin. Okay. Uh, dear Frank, I was so disappointed by Emily and Alan in the last show. Is that what you mean? Is that we don't know. Is that the self-referential no. bit? Because, oh, this you know, is, I'm in that as well. the most embarrassing. And I, I know, and I hosted the Brits. <laughs> <laughs> and this, this feels worse. Anyway. At least I haven't got a unit I'll, I'll continue. <laughs> I'll continue. I was so disappointed by Am uh, Emily and Alan in oh. the last show. <laughs> well, you should try listening to this show. <laughs> I know you don't like advertising your other work on the show. We've got the same rule about my tour in Hull tomorrow night, haven't we? Um, we don't like advertising your work on the show. But when you were talking about toenails last week and you said that you talked about the same subject on another show, my face started to smile. I thought, I know what Emily or Alan will say now. They'll say, oh, don't start. But the smile aborted and I felt a deep sadness on your behalf. But don't worry, Frank, there are people out here that really appreciate your work. Yeah, that's wow. told you lot. <laughs> but actually, I remember that moment, and when you said we talked about this on another show, I thought we had talked Look, about toenails... I wasn't trying to plug. No, I thought we'd talked about toenails on this show, yeah, on another show. Yeah, sure that you was... did. You just didn't want to give me a break. That's all. <laughs> that's what it's like. Anyway, yeah. anyway, I don't... Frank Skinner's Don't Start Thank will be available on iPlayer. <laughs> Thank you for noticing. <laughs> the last time I plugged... I've only ever done it once on this show, and I plugged out the first series of Don't Start, and afterwards you I hated felt... hated it, I felt, didn't you? Oh, mm. I, had to, I, had to, I had to use some Corsadil mouthwash when I yeah. came. I, I feel the same scrubbing. about the tour plug I just did. I feel exactly it's, it's, the it's, same It's disgusting. It. It's horrible. Stop it, that's that. Horrible. I feel Ooh, like... Remember I feel Pon awful. Pontius Pilate had to wash his hands over and over because he felt unclean. Did Tickets you know still available. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I feel exactly the same. Stop it. Tickets still available. Oh, Pontius Pilates, as they call him. <laughs> That's what they call him now. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Absolute Radio. Absolute. Um, absolute, ra obsolete radio. <laughs> is that what's going to happen when it, when it closes down? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> on uh, Obsolete Radio, and uh, you can text us on 8.12.15, or follow us on Twitter at Frank on Absolute. Right. Uh, yeah. I Are you, do you want some sort of payment <laughs> for every time you say Frank? <laughs> uh, I think it's time for Fashion Corner. Now, we've established there isn't really a jingle for this, is there? You played one last week, which was wholly inappropriate. Let me have another look, see what we've got. I might be able to find something. Well, I had the French music from... Oh, that uh, was good. Fashion Corner. Yeah. R retail? R retail in general? Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> Hold it while we're here. Hello, <laughs> Radio. Ah, oh, fabulous. Um, so... There's this week actually it's been in the last kind of fortnight there there's been a lot of talk about these results for, of a wardrobe survey now I know this won't interest you two very much but a wardrobe well, survey is my favorite thing ever I never assume no I, yeah I, so the results show that women are a lot of women are secretly getting rid of their partner's clothes because they don't like them hold on this is true this is true mm, they're calling it the Victoria Beckham effect that's theft though isn't it well, I'm sorry, but if you will dress like that. <laughs> Not in your case, Frank. No. We've already established things have picked up a lot in the last two years. <laughs> I don't think Kath has any cause for complaint, to be honest. you got to... Um, I never dress quite as good as I could do. Right. And the reason is that my entire wardrobe, more or less, is free. <laughs> it's things that when you do it... When you say if your host, have I got news for you, you get to keep the suit. Right. Right, they give you a suit and you get mm. to keep it. Yeah. So um, it might not be quite the suit I would have bought if I'd gone out, but it's free. 
Yeah. So you basically always look like you're about to pop onto a panel show. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so that's what you end up doing. So you're on a show and they say, yeah, oh, you can keep that jumper if you like. And you think, well, I'd never have bought that in a million years. It doesn't suit me. Mm. But free. It's free. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got, um, I have a sort of nearly wardrobe. Oh, do you? But I, I have to say, Kathy's... You've got those hoodies, though. You don't yeah, wear did, those so I much did, anymore. I did go and buy... Well, no, they're coming back now as the weather... Uh, I was yeah. going to say, do you ever fancy just buying yourself an item? You know, old school. Yeah, but um, I have to get slim before I'm going to buy myself anything, and I've been saying that for four years. Oh, really? Oh, you sound so I like think, a woman. I think you are slim, yeah. Yeah, no, oh, but right. I've got... Look look at this. Yeah? It's not great radio, is it? But <laughs> No. Well, no, but it, at least it's legal this way. <laughs> If that had been on telly, the whole thing would have been closed down now and there'd have been um, martial music playing. What Does annoys Madame me about... Madame Cockrell ever um, tamper with your wardrobe? Uh, no, but she was particularly unkind to me recently when I was showing her a tracksuit top and she used a word that I'd, I do not approve of, but she said it. She said it, and I'm, I'm prepared to repeat it on the radio. She said to me, you are a fan of a chavvy tracksuit top, aren't you? <laughs> Horrible. Oh, yeah. But, in fairness... I am probably one of those... I'm, one, I'm probably one of the few people that sees the band Goldie Looking Chain and thinks, I'd wear that. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, well, that's... I, <laughs> funnily enough, I have... I have a, it's not exactly tracksuit top, but I, I've got this sort of... You might remember it. Mm. It's a sort of orange Fred Perry Remember top. it? Do you know it? I It's seared onto my retinas. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I used to wear it. And... Uh, Kath just very openly says, I hate that top. It just looks terrible. It's a bit Dutch, isn't it? It's not made for a person with no shoulders. <gasps> oh. She does not say that. Uh, maybe I've added that. <laughs> Should but have no, added some pa- shoulder pads. She's very, really down on it. I d- and I just can't wear it now in her company. That's, that's what it's come down to. She doesn't like the Fred Perry at all. I think she feels that he very much stole the limelight from Bonnie Austin. Mm. She's never forgiven him. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I hate... I hate it because I think, no, nobody mm. tells me. I, I don't tell you what to wear. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes, obviously, but that's... That's good we never dated, Frank, yeah, exactly. I think, isn't it? Sometimes because I, I, I beg her to wear stuff. But, um, <laughs> oh, God. But, um, I There's feel... things I won't tolerate, though, Frank. Zero tolerance includes, the list includes... Well, this is a few links, actually. Uh, Bootcut jean. Yeah, do, you, do you understand that? I've got those, but I only wear them when I'm deep-sea diving. <laughs> I hate boot-cut jeans, no. Frank. Well, I had this conversation with a man the other day wearing boot-cut jeans, mm. and uh, he didn't like it. <laughs> I told him. Did you? Yeah, you I didn't. Said that, I said I don't like any trousers that billows. You did not say that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. They're billow. They're cloud-like at the, at the extremity. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Wardrobe um, stuff we was talking yeah. about. So yeah, so it doesn't all. Uh... And now I don't, I won't tolerate a bootcut jean. It's a bit Grant Bovey. And mm. whilst we're on the Grant Bovey subject, <laughs> um, a cowboy boot won't tolerate that either uh, on a man. Well, how often the two go together, of course. Mm. Of course. Well, yeah. exactly. I have. Boot I, I've got. Um, Why do you cowboy... think I won't date Richard Hammond? I've got. Uh, well, <laughs> how long you got? I um I've got cowboy boots for um my baby. Oh, I mean they were sent. I didn't buy. Oh, them that's there. quite cute they, actually. Buzz is allowed to wear them. He's the yeah. only man who's allowed. Because it's I think kids, you know, they 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 like to be cowboys. Different rules yeah. apply. Yeah, different rules apply for children. Mm, totally. I can be quite militant about a rogue item in a partner's wardrobe. I dated really? a guy once, mm-hmm. and he had a red. It makes me feel ill even thinking about it. I can't believe he wore it. I can't believe I dated somebody who wore this. I wonder, what what did he have a red what? Red what, yeah, yeah. Well, it was a red bomber jacket in what can only be described as a sort of fuzzy felt fabric. Oh. Huge sort of blues on pockets yeah and oh. the color red it was like you know those tomato ketchup dispensers in the in the fast food really? greasy spoon cafe the, the, the best thing about this story is that <laughs> it doesn't really matter when you dated this man because <laughs> that was not a fashionable item no, at, at whatever time well you say that, in our lifetime but surely that's what james dean wears in rebel without a course <laughs> no, isn't it this guy didn't look like james dean <laughs> no but that's what he wears he wears he like looked more red. like sort of a young kenneth kendall google it um <laughs> He... What we used to call a wind cheater. <laughs> yeah. Well, was it cheater not? was right. 
Um, so he turned up. (laughs) (laughs) That was right too. There you go. He turned up, Frank, looking like the tomato. Oh, he's awful. Really skinny he was as well. Talk about Slender Loris. He couldn't (laughs) carry that look. Oh, I'm desperate to know who he is now. But we'll find that out. I'll tell you afterwards. You assume he's famous. He might be a civilian. Yeah, well. Um, (laughs) Please don't use the hat on Okay, sorry. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Sorry. He turned up and Mm. I had to say, I had to call him on it. I said, I'm really sorry, but I, find, I really don't like that jacket. I can't... I you find it offensive. Yeah. No, I wouldn't go out the door. You see, I, it doesn't seem right. You can be oppressed, but when Kath criticises something I wear, I find myself not wearing it. Because, yeah, yeah. obviously, it's, it's, you know, it's poisoned my mind against it. Of course, there are other things. I have to, As you know, I've had to give up on denim because of my age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, a denim jacket, she'll go mad if I wear a denim jacket. Oh, really? I, mean, I would really have thought you could time. keep the denim jacket. Oh, I saw him. Not the jeans. I saw Sir Trevor Nunn um, oh. on his way to the tube station the other morning on Sir Trevor Nunn. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He was um, double denim. Does really? He really, Frank? He was, I mean, and you know what he's, I mean, I think he started uh, dyeing both the hair and the facials. Oh really? Was he dying the facials now? I have tremendous respect for him as a, as a you know, as a, as a director, as a creative director. man. Yeah. But with the dyed beard and the, he look, if you can imagine <laughs> that, that the status quo um, lineup was uh, Francis Rossi, Rick Parfit, Captain Haddock. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he looked like. I mean. <laughs> Shaking, say so, so there's a character called Shaking Haddock. <laughs> I went and saw Shaking Haddock last night, it was great. Uh, we've had a text, you know, it's actually tweeting Ooh. from a lady who says, My partner and, and I mom. are arguing about a pair of jeans. He thinks Frank would like them, I don't. That's Fiona in Edinburgh. Oh, we need to know more about the jeans. It's difficult because yeah. I never say to, to Kath, oh, No, no, don't wear that. Oh, don't really? Oh, no. I, I do a thing. When my wife gets a, well, a new garment... Can you not garment, talk to my girlfriend like that? <laughs> when, my, when my wife gets a new garment that she really likes, she does that thing of wearing it to death because she really loves it. Mm. And so after about two or three months, when it's been worn loads, I'll start saying, are they new jeans that you've got on there? Are they new? I've never seen those before. Oh. And mocking the fact that they've been worn Ooh. daily. Yeah. If I get an item I like, I'll always wear it to death. Mm-hmm. Do you know death? It's that gay clubbing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, I know we haven't got a button for a uh, music news corner, but uh, we've been to that. we've been to fashion corner and email yeah. corner. So here's some music news. We haven't got many corners left. Here's some music <laughs> think, news, people. I think a total of four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's the music news? The Beach Boys. Three of the Beach Boys' oh, yeah. founding members have been dumped by the man, by the band's frontman, Mike Love, via a public statement, no less. Not even a private text message or a fax. The thing is that one of the ones dumped is Brian Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He was quite a, a key member, yeah, wasn't you'd, he? You'd say that he was... Um, There's a picture in the uh, article... Instrumental. Of, of oh, no, he wasn't instrumental. I think he sang as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a picture in the article of five of them, and it looks like three of them have recently been to the Solomon Islands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other two have not. <laughs> well, they have got the I have given up Hawaiian shirts, men of a certain Absolutely. age. Absolutely, men of a certain age. Yeah, yeah but if you're one of the beach boys, there, there, is a bit, <laughs> there is a bit of pressure to wear a short sleeve. Yeah, yeah. Well, the joy of those shirts is that they don't need ironed and they don't need to be cleaned. They? they could have dinner all down them, and they're just going, I'm in my 70s, it doesn't matter. They always used to wear the stripes. They used to wear matching blue and white striped shirts. I know that's what's probably helping. (laughs) 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 They're not getting on well enough to be matching their outfits anymore by the looks of it. Can I just say as well, I think um, boys, I think that shit might have sailed. I think they might need to rethink the name. But that's what they could do that. The ones who have been sacked could form the beach men. Oh, yeah. And then that would... I make... think it's more the old men of the sea. Yeah. It's <laughs> a bit more... Appropriate. If they called themselves the beach men, then my <laughs> love slot would suddenly become the sort of uh, S-Club juniors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They'd be completely undermined. The inferior. So, so the sand his... men? Well, that's sort yeah. of spooky, isn't it? That's better, that. I think there might have been. I think there was a sand Probably, man. Probably, yeah. I mm. think um, the beach men sounds too much like bitumen. It? The, yes, this you know, is the true. stuff that you the roofs with. I think Steve Tyler would probably take legal action. <laughs> oh, yeah, he often does. He's very litigious. Speaking of legal action, oh, has, yeah. it, has, has it not often occurred to you? You know, you know the Beach Boys song, um, California Girls? Yes, mm. I do. You know, it begins... 
Do you remember the, when uh, Men at Work did... Uh, they did that men come from a land down under. Oh, yeah. And they got sued because it yes. was like a traditional song that they'd uh, nicked. Do you yeah. remember that? Mm-hmm. Surely, da, 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 comes from Auntie Mary had a canary up the leg of her drawers. <laughs> it wouldn't come down for half a crown and won the Victoria Cross. Surely that's the same. Well, I'm amazed more people haven't picked up on that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that, that old... Smash old... It. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know they've got away with it. <laughs> Well, I'll let me start it now. Now that, that if if he wants trouble, Mike Love, let's give him some trouble. Mm. I suggest if the, if the person who wrote Auntie Mary is listening to this, yeah, um, get on to it. I think it's safe to say he wants trouble, Frank, because oh, yes, what I do, uh, well, he's got a bit knocked. And one thing I cannot abide and I won't tolerate is old people getting angry. Really? It's just undignified. <laughs> You've had your time for anger. It belongs to the youths. But yeah, that's what they do as they lose control gradually. It's like tramps or something. I don't like them arguing. It makes me feel ill. Do you know I was having this conversation <laughs> with my girlfriend just the other day? <laughs> what? She doesn't like old people getting angry either. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike Love has never been... He's always been trouble. You know he's the cousin of the Wilsons, but he sued um, that he should get some royalties for the songs. He's just, I don't think Is he's... Is that right? You know, he might be called Love, right. but that's not his. Whereas Carol Smiley... Happy, happy yeah. go lucky, yeah. What was his autobiography, Frank? He surely went for All You Need Is. He should have, shouldn't he? Yeah, I don't know what it was. He, yeah, there ought to be a... I bet some of our... OK, then, that's the texting. <laughs> what, what should Mike love? I bet he's already written one, but he'll have a rubbish, bitter, angry title. Peace and. Uh, what, yeah, what should, uh, what should he call his autobiography? Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Frank, earlier on this show... Do you want some sort of payment? another town. So, Frank. <laughs> um... Well, you were rather surreally, you were asking listeners to text in suggested titles for Mike Love's autobiography, Hmm. Mike Love of of, um, Beach Boys fame. Some suggestions have come in. Mm -hmm. We have Love's a Beach. That's Paul from Croydon. That's very good. I think that is good. I like the beach comb overs. Very good indeed. Beach comb. Who sent that? Nobody's. That's 580. 580. No name. And then we have. uh, my Glove by Mike Love from Carolyn Hextable. My Glove. <laughs> my Glove. My Glove. If only he had some sort of ornate glove that he could write that about. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't read a whole book, not a whole like 20 chapters on his glove. Yeah. Maybe one. Probably, right. <laughs> probably right. It could be a brochure. Mm. Okay. I wonder if for the Beach Boys it's time to throw in the towel. That's what I wonder. Uh, the book? Uh, no. Oh. Well, oh. <laughs> Keith says, that's our Keith. Oh, yeah. I always know because he says bro at the end. Okay. The book should be called And More and More. And more. So it's love and uh, more. Uh, more. Or love or money. Or love and money. Love that's from money. Keith. Yeah. Love or money. He's still got it. Oh, he has. <laughs> what other contact from the outside world has there been? Oh, well, we've had, uh, we've had emails. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's know. email corner, but... I don't know what they'll think of next. You don't want me to play the jingle at this stage, I'm do not you? bossing you about. You no, do it if no, you want no, to do it. You don't have to do it. I just thought we were heading towards It's all getting corner. a bit Beach Boys. <laughs> <laughs> email corner. What about this one? I'd, I'd forgotten this one completely. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's depressing. Isn't it? <laughs> 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 and I actually recorded that while drinking a glass of water. Amazing. Where did the whistle come from, you're asking? That well, should be a woman going, I love you, can't you see it over there? Oh, it's so depressing. Hold on, before you read this, we, I think we've got to have some music. You know, we've got certain obligations. We're a music channel. Mm. I know. I know it gets away in all of this sizzling chat. (laughs) (laughs) But hey, sit back and enjoy this. Absolute, absolute Absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, here's an email. Um, Hi, Frank, M and Al. Yeah, 
I listen to the show by podcast and I'm surviving quite well without the adverts, but must admit to missing the songs. Still, you don't get anything for free these days. He started quite low. There beta. is a mm. podcast. What well, is that podcast you can oh, get? Oh, the cloud thing. Mix what? cloud. Mix cloud. Mix cloud. Mix cloud. Yeah. <laughs> so that gets my choices on. Plus the cloud. in a factory. What? <laughs> <laughs> Speak. I've got headphones on. It's no good standing there going, mix cloud. Project. <laughs> I, I, You'd I'll have been continue. no good at Rose Bruford. I'll continue. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful drama school. Okay. <laughs> I felt I should. Con- I felt I should let you know about a compulsion I've developed along the lines of your cash point theme. Got brass in pocket. We are soon to enter the period. I that- should say that whenever I take money out of a yeah. cash point, I always leave singing. Got brass in pocket. Mm. By the pretenders. I still. I still do it. Little tunes for life, isn't it? Mm. Uh, we're soon to enter a period that I call black-eyed peas. That is winter time mm. when we need to wrap up warm, and I always seem to have a glove missing when it's time to go out. Really? Whilst looking frantically for said item, I sing, "I only got one glove, one glove," which somehow comforts me. And of course, if I can't find it, I can always pretend I'm Michael Jackson. With love from the sunny south coast. Best not to do that. Bournemouth. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> P.S. Stayed awake all night last night trying to remember Les Dennis's name <laughs> and refused to Google it. To help. Glad I remembered, but very tired today. <laughs> well, respect to you, because one of our house rules is yeah. that you only Google if you don't know, not if you don't remember. Now, that would have done fabulous things for the neurons in your I brain. Agree. Yes, you're this right. This grey matter has had a workout, hasn't it? Well, I, I had a similar uh, experience. Sorry. Um, I was just going to say, read this glove reference. Mm. I think they've overlooked. Surely it should be, um, where is the glove? Which was the Black Eyed Peas oh, song. Yeah. That's better. Or oh. in Bob Marley, one glove, <laughs> one bare hand. Well, I spent what must have been an hour and 40 minutes trying to remember the name of the film in which Sharon Stone crosses her legs in a provocative fashion. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And I couldn't, I couldn't, and I would not Google under any circumstances. And interestingly, one of the names that kept coming into my head was Brief Encounter. Oh. And I realised after, that's exactly what it wasn't. <laughs> it was almost like I got this... Still, my brain was still thrown in a couple of ponds, even in a moment <laughs> non- of distress. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, of course, in case you worried, it's basic instinct. Frank, we've had a text in. What would you say is my best chance to get into radio with no experience? That's from Laura. I just wondered if you might be able to help. Well, it worked for me. <laughs> I think your, your best thing is to become a borderline national treasure. <laughs> anyway, uh, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. And we love you all. Absolute, absolute, absolute. radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.